One of the things that drove me away from Christianity is the hypocrisy. Mm. <laughs> and going back to the whole church family thing, child, don't even yeah. get me because I got, look, you might want to get your teacup, because look, <laughs> this shit is piping hot. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode on Let's Talk About Us with Uche. My name is Uche, I am your host. Yeah, Today I am with my dear friend, John. John is someone that I've known for a couple of years here in the Houston area, and uh, he was so kind enough to leave work and leave everything he's got going on today to record with me. Thank you so much, John. And as you know, John, we've had a lot of technical difficulties today, Chad. When I tell you the devil is out to get me. Chag, I feel like the devil to, knows yes. that what we, you know, the things that we're we're gonna be talking about exactly. is going to be some like deep stuff. Exactly. And the devil just working overtime, but Chad, we persevered. Okay? Exactly. So anyway, thank you so much for being here, John. Could of you please course. introduce yourself? My name is John. I am from Houston, Texas. Um, I am <clears throat> very glad, very humbled that you asked me to be a part of this. So I do appreciate it. Um, and yeah. Whenever you're ready, I am ready to get started. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yes, so you're from Houston, Texas. Could you mm-hmm. please give us, like, your background? And yeah. feel free to not share any intimate information that you don't feel comfortable with. Okay. Because um, the word is watching, Chad. Listen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I, uh, like I said, was born and raised in Houston, Texas. Um, haven't really you know, done anything too exciting outside of being born and raised in Houston, Texas. Um, Family is fairly small, so about the vast majority of my, like, family and home life was basically centered around being in Houston um, and growing up in this heat. And okay. <laughs> the heat is um, atrocious. Listen, you get used to it though. They say it's good for your skin. That's all I keep telling myself. Yeah, but, no. <laughs> so is drinking water and being in AC. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, but yeah, other than that, like, there's really not <clears throat> much to tell. Um, you know, um, you already know I'm big on like my plants and my home life. And yes, I'm you are. Pretty much a homebody. So you are. I, I I I honestly enjoy hanging out with you a lot because you just. You have this really chill vibe Thank at all you. times. Every time we're we're together, you know, like like certain people when you're with them, mm-hmm. the energy is just off. No, I know. Like you just be sweating for no reason, even though like <laughs> yes. what thirty degrees outside, but exactly. you just hot. You know. <laughs> so for for me, every time I hang out with you, it always feels so organic. I appreciate. Like that. you don't give me any type of stress. I don't see. I don't Listen. see. I don't see any negative energy flowing I from do my you. Best. And that's actually. Go ahead. I was gonna say no. It's enough going on outside. Okay. To, you know, um, you know, mess with your energy already. <laughs> I'm definitely not trying to add to that for anybody. So. Of course, and that's that's kind of what I am about as well. You know, try mm-hmm. to be mindful mm-hmm. what energy I put out there because, yes. like I always talk about spirituality, we're all the essence of God. Yes. You know, so if I'm when I'm hurting somebody else, mm-hmm. I am hurting a different version of me in a different form. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, that's actually one of the reasons why I wanted to talk to you about this because you are very spiritual. As you guys know, I am a huge spiritual type of person. Like I've I've started my journey um into spirituality a few years ago. Uh I feel like 2013 and 2014 were the years of turnaround for me. Mm-hmm. Um there's a whole lot of things that happened in the past mm-hmm. and I, I've kind of talked about them on my podcast and YouTube in the past. Right. Um so for me, whenever I see, I meet somebody else who's on that path of spirituality, gotcha. yeah. it, it, it lights my eyes up. Yeah. I'm, I'm usually very curious, like, okay, what is your path of spirituality? Gotcha. How have you gotten to here? Gotcha. And things like that. But the thing interesting about you, though, is that <laughs> you don't just practice spirituality. You practice African spirituality. Yes. Which is, of course, on its own, not not um, not a problem or not anything objectively wrong with it even though right. hollywood tries to portray it as negative yes, yes. you know but what's very interesting about you specifically is because mm-hmm. you're black american like you're mm-hmm. american mm-hmm. you know like your parents are americans yes siblings american born yes. and raised in america you've never left america before never 
And somehow you're able to pick up African spirituality, mm-hmm. uh, a practice that is across the globe. Mm-hmm. Do you want to touch up on that, how you came about that? How Please. did I come about? Um, honestly, I would say similar to you, mm-hmm. my kind of spiritual reawakening, I guess you'd say, started around 2013, 2014. Um, Excuse me. And I would honestly say initially when I started to kind of get more into, I guess around that age, I was maybe what, 22, 21, 22, around that age, you kind of start to see the world differently Mm -hmm. and you kind of start to figure out or try to figure out, you know, who you are as a person still because... Um, your teenage years are more so spent, I guess, trying to figure out who you want to be outside of your parents and, you know, kind of their projections onto you. Um, and then kind of like in your 20s, of course, they say it's like your time to kind of fuck up and make mistakes yeah. and everything like that. But it's also, you know, a time to like figure out exactly who you are or mm-hmm. who you want to be during this period of your life. And so... That was around the same time when I was trying to figure out all those things. I was starting to get more into, like, working with plants and Mm -hmm. meditating, um, all the kind of typical woo-woo things that people are, um, that Urban Outfitters is, you know, making and capitalizing on right now. (laughs) Um, Are they called the hippies? Hippies or, you know, I, like I said, I like to use the term woo-woo because it just sounds kind of funny to me. Okay. But, um, (laughs) no, I... When I started working more with plants, um, it felt like a very spiritual thing Mm -hmm. when I was working with them. And it felt very spiritual to just put my energy into something and watch it in turn, um, I mean, grow and, you know, watch it flourish. Um, And so from there, my work with plants kind of led me down a more... um, a path just kind of wanted to know like what our indigenous practices were. Um, And so of course I went, you know, to Google, of course, and that wasn't the safest place or the Mm -hmm. safest option. The internet in general is not the safest place to learn more about um, our past. Um, You definitely have to be heavy on the discernment of who is and is not a trusted source. And so um, from Google, I kind of just ran into some different podcasts, of course, um, and different authors and different books and did as much reading as possible, still doing as much reading as possible. Mm -hmm. Sorry, guys, we had another technical difficulty. Um, It's been a very challenging day today, (laughs) right? (laughs) I... It's it's very interesting because, uh, speaking of spirituality, I see the noise around me. I call it noise. Mm-hmm. Like I do believe that there are certain forces mm-hmm. that are constantly going against, like intentional. It's very yeah. it's a very intelligent force mm-hmm. that is intentionally trying to prevent you from elevating. If that makes sense, yeah. Like from you from prevent you from waking up from the slumber that mm. the world is plagued with. Mm. And I believe that, and, and this is something I've always known prior to today, of course. Of course. Um, I believe that the more you fight, like, like the closer you are to being enlightened and being awake mm-hmm. and um, becoming a better version of yourself, one with God, mm-hmm. the more intense that the force goes against you. Gotcha. Um, and I feel like this is, I've experienced this in so many different ways in my life. Like you have no idea. Like there are certain things that I I, I would, I would actually experience. I'm like, yeah, this is definitely, this had no physical shit. This is like (laughs) deep ass spiritual shit. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like you've been here, you know, Mm -hmm. all day, you know, we've been doing this shit. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We've had all kinds of technical difficulties. We had camera problems and we had microphone problems and mind you i've been using these mics for like almost two years now recording and i've never had this yesterday i had a problem Mm -hmm. today i'm having a problem as well the topic yesterday was spirituality the topic today is spirituality so i'm diving into like some real deep shit and it's coming from my soul gotcha and i feel like there's like this element 
or entity or whatever it is or energy that is this perverse energy that is trying to make sure to sabotage. And I've always known that, you know, like prior to this, like as you embark on this journey, mm-hmm. it's going to be a treacherous one. It's going to be a sure. very bumpy one. Right. Is it something that you're willing to embark on? Mm-hmm. Of like, let's do it. Do you understand? Yeah, for the challenge. Yeah, yeah. But um, I better, yeah, I better watch my tongue before <laughs> before this damn energy. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm still doing me, bitch. Okay. But anyway, um, apologies for that. No you know, worries. the camera cut off, and hopefully, it's not going to do that again. No worries. Uh, so yes, you were saying, um, and I, I heard everything that you said prior to that. Mm-hmm. Um, you did mention something important. You said that the, your twenties especially your early 20s are your mm-hmm. years to find yourself, mm-hmm. you know, because that, that's your first taste of independence, especially Very at 18, so. 19, when you move away from college, mm-hmm. you know, you make friends and go through your first real heartbreaks and things like that. Mm-hmm. School, uh, college is no longer high school. Right. Um, some people get their first jobs. Mm-hmm. And then when you graduate, you start you try to nurture those relationships while you try to while you try to find yourself, you mm-hmm. went through that path, mm-hmm. and for you, plants was like an initiator, like a like a catalyst. Yeah, to that. Um, like oddly enough, um, like I said, plants working with plants was a very like spiritual thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I from there started getting into you know meditating, and um, like a lot of people that first get into like the whole aspect of like spirituality um i was you know playing around with crystals and stuff like that um crystals are very pretty crystals are fun to look at they don't all the time resonate with me and my energy but Mm -hmm. i do still keep a few around because like i said they're nice to look at um but and this isn't to you know knock anyone that works with crystals i'm sure that they have their own energy that they possess and everything like that Mm -hmm. but from there, um, from working with plants to, you know, starting to, you know, meditate and um, just kind of find my spiritual footing, um, I progressed to, you know, working with crystals and then I kind of dialed it back a bit and focused more on like the plant aspect and how that kind of crosses over into the spiritual aspect and then of course the more indigenous practices that we mm. would do prior to that we might have lost or just <clears throat> that you know we um may have done prior to the you know whole coming over here or being forced to come over here yeah colonization yeah. all of everything like that mm-hmm. um transatlantic transatlantic slave trade and all of that um i like i said oddly enough it was plants that did it for me and then from there kind of research understanding and like i said that's an ongoing thing for mm-hmm. me right now um so was there like a, a specific trigger event that did you wake up one morning and decide you know what i'm gonna just go find our own truth our own spirituality or it was more of a progression progression for me. okay yeah it was more so it started as just kind of a curiosity and mm-hmm. then from that curiosity, actually starting to implement some of the practices that I was able to kind of do on my own. Because a lot of these things are sacred. A lot of these things you have to be initiated into. Um, because I'm not initiated into anything, um, I wouldn't dare, you know, disrespect anyone's <laughs> religion, craft, spirituality, spiritual practices or anything like that um by just you know taking it upon myself to feel like i can do it myself mm-hmm. um because that can also be extremely dangerous um okay. so i the things that i could do on my own that i did not need to be you know initiated into i would do and the results that i would see from that um kind of pushed me further into wanting to know more and wanting to practice more of it mm. um but like I said, it's still, you know, an <coughs> ongoing thing for me. And it's still very hard to find sources that you can't trust. Okay. Um, yeah. So were you born Christian? Uh-huh. Your family Christian and mm-hmm. you went to church. Mm-hmm. Is it Catholic or yes. uh, Orthodox? or Macedonia Baptist Church. Oh, Chad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, God. Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of them people. No shade, okay? Look. All the shade. Uh, all the shade? No. <laughs> well, then all the shade. Shit. <laughs> you know what? No, no. I, I, sh- I shouldn't say that because my mother would probably kill me and so would my grandmother. But um, I appreciate church culture 
for what it did. Um, Why? What, what is it about? It's um, interesting you say church culture. Very specific. And very specific. And church culture. There's <laughs> a church culture. There's not necessarily a Christian culture. Precisely. Okay. Um, black church culture is unlike any other, okay. to be very honest. Um, and there's literally no other way to put that. There's a reason church culture for us and just church for us in general yeah. is so vastly different from, you know, what people of other um, races or ethnicity or eth- ethnicities are doing. Um, church culture for me created a sense of both camaraderie, obviously, and fellowship and, you know, a family aspect. Mm-hmm. But it was also something that also created a huge level of fear and just, you know, a huge, le- it brought a lot of stagnancy to, is that a word? Stagnancy. It made me feel stagnant um, and just my development and my growth spiritually and as a person. Um, so it's kind of a double-edged sword. Um, but church culture for the most part was a big part, such a huge part of my growing up and mm-hmm. my understanding, you know, us and our customs, um, or I should say maybe instead of saying us, you know, just understanding like the black American culture and what it was that I was a part of, because it was and still is something that's very special. And it's something that you literally would not be able to replicate or find anywhere <clears throat> else. So so you're you're saying that the, the church culture, especially for black American mm-hmm is part of the american black experience per se but not necessarily like there's no spiritual well i don't want to say um there's no spiritual essence but for you specifically Mm -hmm. like you didn't fulfill that spiritual urge it did not necessarily from a biblical standpoint though more so from just the level of fellowship that i would feel Mm -hmm. um the level of just the energy of it all um, for me, church culture wasn't about what necessarily the preacher was talking about. It was more so like sometimes it was his cadence. Mm. Um, it was the way that he was speaking sometimes. You know, it was the organ coming in at the end of his sermon when you know he's about to wrap up and, you know, the rest of the church kind of joining in with that. Um, it was about the choir, um, listening to people sing. It was about the director. Um, it was about, you know, sometimes the church gossip or what you hear in the fellowship hall afterwards. Like, it was those things as opposed to, like I said, the biblical aspect. Um, the biblical aspect probably was the part of it that made me um, a bit apprehensive about the the Christian experience and identifying as a Christian. Um, but the culture of church itself and being around, you know, my church family and, you know, the the black American aspect of it was what created a sense of home. That's what yeah, yeah, I was just about to say it felt yeah. like home. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. And it's something that you never <clears throat> lose. And as a non American, I've seen a lot of black Americans subscribe to that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of um I've seen a lot of um black Americans that actually don't even believe in church or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like they're not spiritual at all. Right. Right, and it's not just by their actions or mm-hmm. they're just them being verbal, but mm-hmm. at the same time too, they have this this deep reverence, yes, and affinity towards going to church. Like yes. they don't ever miss church, That's you right. know. Like it could be like <laughs> the singing, the choirs, yeah. and you know, yeah, or even the chit chat, mm-hmm. gossips, you know, the potlucks and things like yeah. that. They're big, big with it, exactly. even though their personal lives don't reflect that. Right, it's like something that they're very drawn to, and it's part mm-hmm. of what they were raised, especially mm-hmm. here in the South. Yes. You know, like, a, so it's a familial, mm-hmm. cultural exactly. thing that, that speaks home. Exactly. Okay, exactly. so what is it about that, the the biblical biblical aspects and teachings of church mm-hmm. uh, that didn't resonate with you and to, to the point that it, you felt like, okay, there's got to be more mm-hmm. that I can find outside these walls mm-hmm. of home. Right. Because walking away from home... Mm-hmm. Because home is where your heart is, right? Mm-hmm. And it feels right. There's good food. There's good people that you're familiar with mm-hmm. and things like that. But for you to to say that there's something deep inside of me that is not fulfilled here, mm-hmm. I'm going to just leave home mm-hmm. and venture into somebody else's possible home mm-hmm. to hopefully see that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a lot. It takes a lot of balls for a person <laughs> to be able to do that. So what is it for you? That that the biblical teachings of your church family mm-hmm. didn't give you safety, 
Um, mm. You want to talk about that? Yeah, yeah. Um, of course, obviously, I identify as a, well, let me say, I identify as homosexual. Um, but just, you know, anyone, I think it's fairly obvious and, you know, fairly um, well known that anyone that identifies as anything other than heterosexual probably hasn't had the best experience mm. with church and sometimes church culture and just Christianity in general. Um, and a lot of that stems from <clears throat> the way that it's taught and presented to us mm-hmm. and <clears throat> who it is more so that's delivering the message. Um, and because I didn't necessarily have the right people delivering the message, because mm-hmm. of course this message is still coming from someone else's interpretation and they are basically telling their interpretation to the rest of the masses or the congregation. Um, the overall interpretation that I was receiving from multiple places that I'm supposed to consider home was that my existence was demonic. Mm. It was, you know, um, an abomination. It was all of these other typical things that, like I said, every person that has, that does not identify as, you know, heterosexual probably has experienced. Um, And so for Mm. me, I was like, for this to be something that's been within me since as long as I can remember um, and something that I felt for mm-hmm. as long as I can remember. Um, and by for, for this, I mean being not a heterosexual. Um, I don't understand why I would put myself through the constant... Um, bashing and the constant um, just pain of being in a space that I'm told I'm supposed to be, you know, comfortable mm-hmm. in, told that, you know, it's supposed to be a safe haven for me. And I'm coming here and I'm not feeling safe once this person gets on to, you know, his pedestal and starts telling me about <clears throat> all the different ways that my existence is mm-hmm. one of um, damnation, mm-hmm. basically. Um, and so that was where the lack of comfort came in. And because that is such a huge aspect of who I am, Mm -hmm. like, yes, being black is probably first and foremost going to be the main part of me that, um, determines the way that I navigate the world and the spaces that I'm in. Um, but then follow right behind that is the sexual identity or sexual orientation. Um, and that also plays a huge aspect in not only how I deal with the world, but how the world kind of deals with me as well. Mm. Um, And so when I am being celebrated on one end, because, you know, being black, coming from black church culture, Mm. that's a celebration, that's a celebratory thing. Mm -hmm. But then all of a sudden, the thing that also makes me who I am or is a huge aspect of who I am and literally will determine... Makes you an other. It it ostracizes me. And I didn't... I don't feel like I should come here and feel ostracized Mm. for any reason especially one that is completely out of my control yeah that i have absolutely no say so in Mm -hmm. um and so that was the thing that definitely took me completely out of it especially because if this is supposed to feel like home for me and this is supposed to be a place that i'm supposed to feel safe and comfortable and secure and you know it's supposed to be a place where i can come and seek guidance from um that's not something that i would want to bring a partner into as Mm -hmm. well because trust and believe, you know, me being me and me existing um, to the fullest and existing completely and comfortably in who I am, Mm -hmm. I'm going to live as proudly about my existence and every aspect of myself that makes me who I am. Um, And part of that is also bringing my partner into that. And I want my partner to feel just as comfortable in my home as I would want to feel in my home. Um, And so when I don't have that that makes me say okay i don't have this here this isn't necessarily my home per Mm -hmm. se so i need to find what feels more like home for me Mm. um or just create that home for myself at that point preach man i felt that (laughs) no seriously i felt that very deep because that's that's such a very solid strong dichotomy Mm -hmm. that home being defined as where your heart is Mm -hmm. Yet doesn't feel like home at all. 
So I have to remove the hard aspect from it. Like exactly. Nah. But there's still like uh there's still like a part of that home that mm-hmm. resonates to your being. You mm-hmm. know, because at the end of the day, you're around family, mm-hmm. you know, you may not literally be related by blood. Right. But you are related by struggle, ethnicity, experience. Yeah. You know, like as as black people, even though mm-hmm. I'm an immigrant black person, I mm-hmm. still relate to that that mm-hmm. otherness mm-hmm. to a certain extent. So being around people like you who share that collective struggle, mm-hmm. there's a sense of safety mm-hmm. there. But then at the same time, too, as a black person who's also queer, mm-hmm. uh, who is also queer, there's that reminder that yeah, you, you may be one of us, but child, you're not really you, one of us. Not like really. That. <laughs> uh, so you better not let people know that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, because yeah, like, you're gonna be sitting outside. Keep that to yourself. Chat. We don't. We don't want to hear that. No. And mm-hmm. you can only. You can only. Keep up with the charade for so long. For so long, yeah. And yeah. to a certain extent, like, yeah. what the fuck am I doing? Like, what, what the fuck? This niggas ain't checking for me like, like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, seriously. Yeah. You know, like I want to connect. I want to be like you. Want to be yourself at all mm-hmm. times because i i can't I, I was i was telling this to my sister a few weeks ago mm-hmm. i literally cannot imagine a life where i can't be myself yeah but then there are conditions to your being like mm-hmm. you can be yourself as long as you don't do this this and that exactly and what's the point of that you what know what i'm saying so i definitely do commend you for that right i definitely do um same things also to a certain extent applicable to me uh, mm-hmm. my sexuality is definitely one of the biggest reasons why mm-hmm. i i was like okay this is malarkey whatever it is that yeah i got going <laughs> yeah. on here i'm just walk away and do my own thing right but it's not the concrete thing. i feel like for me one of the biggest things that drove me away from christianity mm-hmm. I, I don't identify as christian by the way and i've talked about this on previous episodes mm-hmm. um one of the things that drove me away from Christianity is hypocrisy. Mm. <laughs> child. And going back to the whole church family thing, child, don't even yeah. get me, because I got, look, you might want to get your teacup, because <laughs> look, this shit is piping hot. Um, a lot of those people that reprimand you mm-hmm. and ostracize you within the church community are be down as hell. Some of the shittiest people on the planet are literally in a church right now. Yeah, <laughs> saving Look. souls at that. Yes, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> like I remember growing up when I was in the single digits as a kid back mm-hmm. in Nigeria, I would see the the gossiping, mm-hmm. the the bickering, the the messy bitch mm-hmm. vibe. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And like, at what point does this exemplify Christ? Right? Did Jesus do this? Right. And also, if you know Nigerians, um, and I'm not trying to talk shit about Nigerians, but Nigerians are very vain and very pretentious. Mm-hmm. It's all about mm-hmm. the ego and you got to be flashy and things like mm-hmm. that. And I've, I've fallen prey to a victim to that mentality as well. I'm, I'm trying to be as intentional as possible to get rid of some of that mentality mm-hmm. for my own well-being. Right. Um, but it's like when you see people who have to drive a certain type of car, mm-hmm. have to have a certain type of house, mm-hmm. have to live a certain type of lifestyle, mm-hmm. you, have to, you have to show up and show out. Mm-hmm. And at what point do you incorporate humility, which is like right. one of the essence of Christianity or one of the things that Christ brought to the table? Right. So that hypocrisy for me is like, okay, even like back when I was in the single digits, I'm like, okay, I don't see this the, the correlation between what you're saying right. versus what you're living. And that yeah. always rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. And don't even get me started with the whole homosexual thing, Because <laughs> when I tell you, okay, when I tell you, <laughs> I don't. Listen. I don't think the general community is ready to have that conversation. Listen. But I'm gonna say it anyway. Okay. Listen. When I tell you, <laughs> half these people at church, they be having wives and kids. Listen. Okay. And this is also <laughs> one of the reasons why it gave me the 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 motivation to be myself. Yeah. Exactly. Because the alternative is to beat this shit that y'all doing, and and especially when I don't walk much. my own path, and yeah. I've I've carried I've carried my cross, mm-hmm. and I know how heavy it is. I know how many times I don't cry on my own. Mm-hmm. I felt loneliness. Mm-hmm. I felt pain. Mm-hmm. I felt misery. I felt that 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 I know what it feels like to be a nobody. Yeah, I have hit rock bottom a couple of times in my life. I know what it feels. I know what my pain feels. That's right. And somehow I know how to. I was able to persevere through all of that without anybody being on my side. Right. And after I've I've gone through all of that, I'm trying to dumb myself down for these nah. these people. <laughs> you know, and I'm not even trying to be as condescending right now, but mm-hmm. also being realistic. Like, you don't even have the balls mm-hmm. to be yourself. 
I don't owe you anything. Correct. So I'm going to just go ahead and do me. Correct. So this home may be an illusion. Mm-hmm. Or, or or actually, this home may be a home, ideally for somebody, mm-hmm. but it ain't for me. Correct. So I'm going to pack my bags, <laughs> and I'm going to go somewhere else and find me. And that is that actually one of the things where that jump-started my... Um, my journey to spirituality mm-hmm. in, in, in 2013, I had like a big falling out with my family. Mm-hmm. And it, when I think about that, I, I still get goosebumps as to how, how everything just went down. Mm-hmm. And I called 2013 my, my you year, you know, like a okay. you. Like I was just going spiraling down in 2013 and then boom, back up, went back up, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <clears throat> and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about all of that experience in details later on. Mm-hmm. But I'm more interested in when you've had that moment of realization that this home right now mm-hmm. is not the home that is home enough for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go go out and venture out. Why specifically African spirituality? And I do know that, you know, mm-hmm. as black people, we all share common uh, heritage from Africa and mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. But it's also very unheard of. I'm sure there's a lot of Americans who practice mm-hmm. um, African spirituality, but yeah. it's also not the main the mainstream, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. I can understand a person like me conforming mm-hmm. to African spirituality, which, by the way, I have a great deal of respect for. Mm-hmm. But I've always talked about how it's very disrespectful how um, Hollywood portrays African spirituality in the yeah. most nefarious, yeah. you know, demonic, yeah. Yeah. vile ways, yeah. um, which I can it. even understand to a certain extent. But it's even worse when I see black people in Africa Playing perpetuate that fuckery. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like... <laughs> Yeah, but that's a whole other conversation. Right. <laughs> In spite of all of that negative yeah. tainting, you mm-hmm. know, of African spirituality, what is it about African spirituality specifically that just drew you in? Apart from the fact that we all share that African heritage, definitely. Obviously, it's the heritage aspect, but I think it's <clears throat> the the idea that through a more indigenous practice or a indigenous practices to like me and my people that I would be able to heal not only myself, but also be able to heal past generations and their mm. traumas. And hopefully by extension, be able to heal future generations as well. Um, a lot of what I feel like I experienced um, just from from the church, of course, but um, just in the ways of spirituality and religion in general, I feel like came from a place of trauma. Mm. Um, and also with like me seeing like my mother and my grandmother and kind of the things that they dealt with within the, within the church as well. Um, and also witnessing a few things happen inside the church. Um, I feel like it all came from a place of trauma, generational trauma. And just a place of just not being healed as a people. Um, Mm. And so when I, like, of course, started to look more into more traditional practices, um, I the main thing that stuck out for me was the ability to be able to commune with ancestral spirits and by, by extension also being able to heal what their traumas may have been and also heal my own personal traumas as well. So, so you believe that there's a continuous relationship with the ancestors, even though they're physically gone? Physically, yes. The physical form of them, completely gone. Like, that part I get. I don't <clears throat> believe that, like, your spirit, your energy, um, whatever you want to call it, your aura, your aura um, I don't believe that any of that actually disappears. Um, I do feel like... However you may view it, um, not like you specifically, but however anyone may view it in general, um, whether you believe that you are reincarnated Mm -hmm. and, you know, you basically live out this cycle um, in different ways, whether it be as a human, as an animal, as an insect, or whether you believe, you know, we just die and turn into a tree or um, we basically just die and then that's it. Mm -hmm. Um, I do feel like it's hard for me to believe that that energy just completely goes away. But also in a lot of the work that I have done, um, I've noticed that I do feel very familiar energies around me. Um, Familiar in ways that like 
it feels like a family member is there with me or a family member that I may have been in contact with before or whose energy I may have experienced when they were actually here in the work that I've done with my ancestral spirits. It does feel like that familiar, that family energy is still there, maybe from that particular person, or sometimes it just feels like a collective. And um, all of that, mm-hmm. all of that has been able to bring you peace and mm-hmm. healing and all, all of that. It's, it's brought some healing, I will say. There's a lot of healing that still needs to be done. Amen. <laughs> um, and I really think that that's just an ongoing thing, considering the amount it's a never of shit ended. Oh my God. Like, that we have to heal from and the amount of shit that has kind of been forced on us. Um, Generational, familial, listen, societal, personal, yes. financial. Like, we got to heal from Hollywood and their BS. <laughs> we got to heal from Instagram, these thoughts on Instagram. Exactly. We got to hear from the diseases like, out here, from COVID. <laughs> Chad, the mess is full. There's a lot of healing that <laughs> if we have to do. And I mean specifically, like, as people of, you know, the African diaspora, yeah. um, anti-blackness is everywhere. Mm-hmm. They hate us no matter where we go, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. to be very honest with you. And then we also have a lot of internalized hate <sighs> that we have to unlearn as well. Yes. Um and so yes. the amount of work that that requires is <clears throat> honestly it feels impossible i'm not gonna lie it does feel very impossible um but the amount of work that i feel like we could do personally that could hopefully expand from just us doing our work personally and kind of working on ourselves and our personal traumas and then expanding outwardly from there i feel like there's a lot more I feel like it could be a lot more powerful than it probably sounds or seems like. Um, The work that I feel like I have done thus far has more so been personal and it's been a lot of healing my own self and my own particular like spiritual traumas Mm -hmm. Um, on a personal level. I am still working on understanding how I can do that on a more familial level as Mm -hmm. in like current family things um, Mm -hmm. that you know I could probably (coughs) have a hand or work to um, undo and you know heal the ones outside of me from Um, but then it's also like that's me trying to come at it from that aspect you know less from I don't know the the non-Christian way of healing Mm -hmm. it just Not everybody's going to be about that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't even want to sit here and say, like, you know, oh, Christianity has just been, like, so divisive. Christianity has completely fucked us over as a people. Like, I don't want to knock Christians or Christian ideas or or beliefs in any way, shape, or form. I do feel like it has been divisive because of the way that it was taken and completely, um, just completely misused by the people that basically forced us to come over here and I do mean obviously um, the Western European idea of what Christianity is before like I said it was taken Um, because I know I completely understand you know that like Africans were practicing Christianity is a very very old religion and Mm -hmm. so I understand that like Africans were practicing Christianity a long time before like Western European and you know they all went over there and basically took from us what you know was our our way of life essentially Mm -hmm. um and a lot of times it wasn't just them coming over there it was basically you know kind of brought to them but either way it was taken and used more so as a weapon so i do mean when i say christianity has been like divisive i do mean in the weaponized version of christianity has been divisive against us um but i also feel like um There has been, in a strange way, a way that Christianity has also been beneficial for us, Um, just because when we were forced to come over here, Christianity and the Bible in and of itself still provided us with something that we could use to still be able to communicate with one another Mm -hmm. um, and still be able to find some type of camaraderie with this particular text um and so i don't want to like completely bash it Mm. but 
for the most part, <laughs> the message, the overall message that it's that's been given to me from Christianity um, hasn't exactly been the greatest. Yeah. But that's because it's a message that's coming from. It's a message that's basically been completely mis misinterpreted, um, mm. and like I said, been weaponized against us. Do you do you believe that there are there is a concrete truth in mm-hmm. the Bible? that mm-hmm. is in conformity to your sense of spirituality. But mm-hmm. this truth has been diluted and mm-hmm. possibly corrupted by people reading the Bible in the dark and upside down. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. We talk about Christianity as though it's like a whole entity. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, too, within Christianity, there's so many different denominations. Very much. And yes. it's like a lot of them don't even agree with each other's doctrines. I feel like Very the only true. thing that they have in common is just like the belief in Christ mm-hmm. as the one and only son of God son and things God, like yes. that. But even at that, that reverence to Christ is the practice is very, very different. Yeah. I've seen people who compete against each other, mm-hmm. you know, for the same crime. Like, <laughs> it almost feel like, Chad, yeah. what? It's, you know, yeah. so as an outsider watching, like, okay, yeah, no, yeah, confused. Yeah. Get your <laughs> shit together and I'll come back. And that's no right. disrespect, but that's just what it looks like mm-hmm. for an outsider. Mm-hmm. You trying to convince me that your way of life is the right way of life. Right. Look at, Chad, did you, you know, look in the mirror? Because <laughs> <laughs> the mess is full. Right. <laughs> okay. Exactly. So, but all of that chaos and lack of congruence um, apart, mm-hmm. there's still, in my opinion anyway, I, there's still a concrete truth mm-hmm. within the Bible. Mm-hmm. And I believe this also is there present in the Torah, mm-hmm. you know, used by the uh, uh, Judaism, Jewish right. people, mm-hmm. um, and uh, the Quran used by mm-hmm. Islam. Mm-hmm. You know, these are these Abrahamic religions, in my opinion, speak the same truth. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, the fallible nature of mankind, you know, yes. has corrupted that. Mm-hmm. We have used, we've weaponized Christianity or religion in general mm-hmm. um, to subdue women in the name of patriarchy, yes, to subdue uh, gay people mm-hmm. in the name of heteronormativity, to subdue children, mm-hmm. you know, in the name of kids are nobody, you know, like mm-hmm. they don't contribute to society. Right. We, we don't, we, we, we subdued uh, the others, the minorities and things like mm-hmm. that, you know, the richer you are, the whiter you are, the more mm-hmm. heterosexual you are, the closer you are to Jesus. Mm-hmm. The, the whole thing has been, well, in the Western world anyway, Christianity has been whitewashed to the point like, mm-hmm. you know, even literally the picture of Jesus has mm-hmm. been whitewashed. White Jesus. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I've been to Palestine. And, and mm-hmm. Palestine, and this, which is where Jesus is from, mm-hmm. or he was born in Palestine. They look more like mocha, like what, what, mm-hmm. you, what you would consider typical Hispanic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And considering the fact that Jesus was also poor, mm-hmm. he's probably outside of the sun a lot. <laughs> you know, so it's probably, he was darker than the average Palestinian. You know right, what I'm saying? exactly. And I remember reading in, in Isaiah that Jesus had uh, brown skin mm-hmm. uh, or skin of bronze and curly mm-hmm. hair. And his face is yes. marked, and he was without beauty. Like I swear to God, I actually mm-hmm. remember reading that as a child, Definitely which is not conformed to the nonsense that we keep seeing: right. blue eye, blonde hair, <laughs> pink lips. Okay, Jesus looked like he about to take your your girl, Chad. Right. <laughs> I said Jesus looking fine as hell. Like uh, okay, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so right. when you see these images, people yeah. like us who don't conform to those things, right. especially consider our history, how mm-hmm. we've literally been robbed of everything we have. Mm-hmm. including our identity, our sense of spirituality. Mm-hmm. It's like a constant reminder that you're not good enough to make it to heaven. Mm. And if you are lucky to make it to heaven, child, you're going to be sitting in the back back with the cook. <laughs> okay? <laughs> the people in the front will be the people right. with the blue eyes and the yeah. pink lips and, you yes. know, blonde hair and things like that. Mm-hmm. But I, I also do believe this is a fallible human nature. Right? Right. Um, misrepresenting what mm-hmm. the Bible or religion actually represents. Mm-hmm. But the true concrete message is still in that book, in mm-hmm. my opinion, mm-hmm. which is why I still read my Bible religiously. 1,000%. Um, yeah. And when I read by my Bible, I, I do have this Bible study that I, well, I actually have two Bible studies that I go to every two mm-hmm. weeks. I ask questions. I read with my own discernment. Mm-hmm. Not what the preacher would say. Right. Not what my dad would say. Not right. what my mom would say. I don't, I don't give a shit. You know what I'm saying? I have my own brain. Right. The yeah. Spirit of God lives inside of me. Let the Spirit of God 
help me deduce and discern mm-hmm. what is happening. And you will be surprised mm-hmm. how a lot of that concrete message is still in there, mm-hmm. but our fallible nature, you mm-hmm. know, just confuses us. You know, um, the ego mm-hmm. brings out the worst of us. Very Do you much. believe that or, or no? Definitely. Um, and 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 if do you believe that or also do you feel like this is also in congruence to your personal belief in spirituality in terms of African spirituality like there is one truth and that truth is not only present in African spirituality but also present in um, the Abrahamic religions as well I would say yes just because in what I found, it definitely feels as though they're all, all of these religions, regardless of how separate they are, still feel as though they speak to one particular higher being. Mm. Whether you refer to that being as, you know, God, or whether you see it as the universe, um, or, you know, spirit, or whatever you may refer to it as, they're still one particular higher being that they all seem to reference when done right correct (laughs) when done right but at the same time i'm not really sure that any of them like do it right Mm. um and which could play again into just us as humans misinterpreting things. Mm-hmm. And um, what is the right way as well? I don't know that there is a the right way, though. That's the thing. And mm. and I think that that's what causes a lot more of the confusion as well is because we're all just trying to figure out what is the right way mm. to exist. What is the right way to get to the next level to reach nirvana? And it's not necessarily that, like, the right way. Because the right way, can, to me, insinuates or implies that there's only one way. And your way may not work for me. My way may not work for Jim, Janie, and, you know, Jack. Like, so I feel like, just as you said, finding the God within yourself and then working outward from there works for you. I feel like all of these religions, regardless of, again, how separate or how different they are, can still be used used as tools in order to get to that level. Um, But, again... That's that's still a pretty sensitive kind of iffy subject because mm. once we do reach that level, like, or once you do get to that point outside of this particular physical plane, like, how do we know mm. what that looks like per se? Um, and so you don't necessarily, like, know what the end goal is <clears throat> or what the end goal looks like or what it feels like. And so mm-hmm. all you're doing, basically, and this may just be coming from my idea of what you know, Christianity, um, or what I've been told, Christianity is basically working the end goal for that is, which is to get basically, you know, to heaven or to Mm -hmm. be the best person that you can be when you follow this particular set of rules, um, in order to be accepted into the kingdom per se. Mm, Um, and so, but once I like you don't necessarily know, you know, that by following these particular sets of rules or anything like that, that you're going to get to that one particular kingdom. Like, um, and once you do find out, you can't come back and tell the rest of us necessarily, but, um, because Christianity doesn't necessarily say that doesn't necessarily, um, as far as from what I know or from what I've read and what I've seen, Christianity doesn't really look or view ancestral veneration or communicating with ancestral spirits as you know an option mm-hmm. per se um and i could be wrong the bible is a very large book and it's yeah, a lot it of also words depends on the interpretation of, exactly because you, know, you could read something mm-hmm. and see it totally different exactly exactly okay. so yeah okay all right I, I don't know if, if I, I don't know if I would say that there is a right or there definitely is a wrong way of doing anything, <laughs> Chad. But I don't know if I would if I would definitely say for sure right that way. I know that there is a right way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do know that there are wrong ways and there are ways that you can avoid that wrong ways. Mm-hmm. And the same thing is applicable with Christianity too. I do believe that there are Christians who are doing it the right way, whatever mm-hmm. that right right way is. But I do believe those are minorities. Like mm-hmm. I've met people who. They're Christians, but their energy is different. Mm. It's, not, it's not about how 
they it's not about them telling me that they're christians mm-hmm. i can just smell something different about them gotcha the way they carry themselves mm-hmm. and it's not a self-righteous carry like look at me i'm a virgin and you're not you know because <laughs> I, I met them the trifling ass people who want to say you know just because i'm a virgin that you're not a virgin no that's weird just because you're a virgin mean you know you ain't never had dick it just means you haven't had sex, uh, okay they just a virgin means you have never had dick Okay, it does not mean that you are guaranteed to go to heaven. So please sit your self-righteous ass down, okay, and eat your vegetables. But anyway, the way they care of themselves, the way they respect mm-hmm. themselves, the mm-hmm. way they respect people around them, mm-hmm. you know, like their energy is just different. They're on a totally different frequency. Mm-hmm. It is not ego-driven. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, it's, it's a lot of vulnerability and honesty, like, I've met some of these people who, when they don't know, they admit that they don't know. Mm-hmm. When they're weak, they admit that they admit that they're weak. Mm-hmm. When they are confused or lost, when it's time to cry, they cry. When it's time to work, they work. You know, type of situation, right? You understand the human, the essence of being human. Fallibility is inevitable. It's mm-hmm. a part of being human. You are bound to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. You are bound to have anxiety, depression, whatever it is that you know that nature calls you on everything considered right mm-hmm. um likewise there are people who are able to do that in islam um and african spirituality and things like that mm-hmm. but then there are people who do the complete opposite you know mm-hmm. who use christianity has been used and weaponized for all forms of manners of evil correct same thing with islam mm-hmm. um then don't even get me started with you know these two religions some of the evil and atrocities that they've committed all throughout the globe right uh, a lot of people you just just normally just focus on islam mm-hmm. you know especially in this part of the world but they don't realize that christians have done all kinds of fuck shit as well <laughs> the same thing is applicable with african spirituality there's a lot of people who have dabbled into african spirituality for all the wrong reasons correct okay because that's all about energy ex- ex- exchange you put out negative energy out there it will mm-hmm. come back to you mm-hmm. like i could curse you out in, in the name of jesus okay <laughs> but that is still negative energy that That's i'm cursing you out with but energy. does that bring me closer to jesus right. is that christ-like right. likewise somebody can use african spirituality against you you know 100%. like braharia um voodoo whatever it is you mm-hmm. know like conjure a negative dark entity towards mm-hmm. you or whatever that is still like a choice that they're making right. they will reap that repercussion as well right. you know but it, my point is, it's not all bad. It's not all good. Right. Life is what you make of it. At right. the end of the day, a lot of these religions and or lack of, for example, with with African spirituality, conform to the same mm-hmm. essence. Mm-hmm. And you have the power to choose what you do with that right, and, right. or don't do. So before we, we take off, I do mm-hmm. want to ask you, <clears throat> if you could summarize for somebody who doesn't know much about African spirituality mm-hmm. or a skeptic or a person who may know, but they have like that negative, mm-hmm. you know, attitude towards yes. like, Oh, ooh, hell no, Chad. You know, <laughs> what would you like <laughs> summarize what, how you would explain African spirituality to them? Um, what it is, um, advertise it, advertise. you know, in the most purest way that comes through your soul. And what it could do to that for that individual and for all of us as a whole. Mm. Hmm. I would. I think that I would more so encourage them to sit with themselves and kind of take inventory or even if you need make a pros and cons list of all the different ways that your spiritual background or your current spiritual beliefs have shaped you in a positive way and maybe shaped you in a not so positive way or just had um, a less than positive effect on the way that you see the world and the way that you exist, the way that you carry yourself and the way that you feel the world probably responds to you. Take inventory of that. And then from there, just kind of do your research, of course. Um, 
And once you have an idea of what you can do that is within your own kind of access, um, do those things after you've researched it. And I would honestly just say, like, sit with yourself, sit with your spirits, sit with, you know, you don't necessarily, like, have to build an altar or anything like that. But I would honestly say, like, ask your Good. Uh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. No, I would honestly just say, like, sit with yourself, sit with your spirits, sit with your ancestors, and just ask them, you know, after you've kind of taken inventory of those things, okay, what has this done for me? And will it continue to lead me or guide me in a way that is progressive, not just for me, but for you all as well? Because at the end of the day, the overall goal should be in my opinion or for me personally where I'm at in my life the overall goal for me is to be able to offer some healing to myself and to my generation both past and present so after you've sat with yourself after you've taken inventory of all of those things and you know made a personal list whether you make that list in your head or actually a physical list and you say to yourself and say out loud um you know is this where we need to be going? Is this what we should be doing? Is this beneficial for us? And then from there, waiting for the answer. Maybe you get it right then. Maybe you get it a week from then. Maybe it comes to you in a dream. However it comes to you, be ready to receive whatever the answer is. Mm. And then move accordingly from there. So they have to be open. Being open, 1,000%. It, 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 it's self uh, it starts within the self. Basically. Like you have to yeah. really want it exactly. and be open to it. Just being open to it. And be open to receive it, whatever form it comes to you. Exactly. So do you also suggest that they go seek a spiritual spiritualist or spiritual healers? Do you um, recommend they do part, <clears throat> partly that process to be like their research mm-hmm. podcast and The research, YouTube? yes. Um, podcasts can be dangerous. Getting information from any outside sources can obviously be dangerous. So that's why I would, the first thing I would do, regardless of like how you're feeling, what you feel like your resources may be, whether you feel like you have good resources or not, Mm. sit with yourself, talk to your ancestors. They are literally always going to be there ready and willing to receive whatever message you have for them and hopefully be willing to also send that message back to you. Um, they're, I mean, they're like your spiritual team. So mm-hmm. your team should honestly always be working in your favor. Absolutely. It's more so whether or not you're willing to hear them, willing to listen to them, and willing to receive whatever that message might be. Mm-hmm. Um, if and you're not open to it, then. Yeah, yeah you have to be in that mind frame as well exactly. like if you if you don't think if you don't take it serious you're just wasting your time exactly okay um, i see okay. and it's not even like you know it's something that you've necessarily been close so i assume that anybody that is looking outside of whatever spiritual practice they've grown up with um is already in the state of mind that they're open to receiving a message or re- open to receiving a different spiritual belief or idea from anywhere other than where they've been getting it from. So it could be something that you've honestly always known or Mm -hmm. something that's already been put in front of you that you just didn't realize was the answer. Um, But like I said, just being open to the answer, being open to receiving those messages outside of yourself, doing the research, but also just using that spirit of discernment, being intuitive about it a lot of times we don't put as much faith into our our intuitions as we should. Mm -hmm. And that kind of trips us up, fucks us up every now and then, but just trusting your instincts and trusting your intuition and trusting those thoughts that are coming to you. Because a lot of times they are messages from those that were here before (coughs) us and have done this before us. Okay. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate it, man. I think you've done a pretty good job uh, breaking it down. Um, Because this this is all still really... New to me, and I'm sure Same. new to a lot of my uh, audience and people watching. Thank you. Um, yeah. Do you have any plans to visit the motherland anytime soon? Or? I would love to. That would be dope. What um, are you waiting for, child? <laughs> oh, you need a visa passport, a visa. I know. I know. And I need to know where to go, though. That, what are you I talking about? The There's a whole block of land no, in, the, in need, the middle of the earth. I know, but you know, it's not safe for 
us everywhere. So uh, yeah, you're right. You know what? You're right. You're right. <laughs> I need to know where to go. Um, but I also just need to make sure that like that's an experience that I'm ready for because mm-hmm. I don't know just how overwhelmed I'd be by it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But I am looking forward to it. It's going to happen. Um, it feels inevitable, and it's something that I've been thinking about a lot. So I know it's going to happen at some point. Okay. It's just me being ready for it. Okay, great, great. Thank you so much, John. I really Thank do appreciate you. this, man. Like I said, it's, it's been a long day <laughs> uh, trying to get all this set up. Um, I know. I'm a little sleep deprived and, yes, you know, I got I all kinds it. of things going on. But thank you so much for joining you. today. Um, uh, if you, you liked what we, we discussed, please give your uh, comments down below. I want to read your opinions. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Subscribe. Hit that bell notification so anytime I upload a video, you'll be the very first to be notified. Follow me on social media. My Instagram is UC underscore images. Uh, Facebook is Let's Talk with Uche. And if you want to send an email, give a congratulatory email or, you know, constructive criticism or share your story, please send me an email at let, let's talk with Uche at gmail.com. Uh, John, do you have any social media platforms you'd like to share? Um, my Instagram is the number seven T H S O N nine two seven nine ninety two. That's about it. Awesome! Thank you so much. Thank you guys. Until next time.